0: Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographers Jeremy and Claire Weiss, who go under the name Day 19. Jeremy and Claire have worked with clients such as Levi's, Nike, Pepsi, Verizon, and Adidas, to name a few. In this interview, I speak to Jeremy and Claire about how they got into photography, some of their early assignments, I also speak to them about what they look for when partnering with a rep. I've been following Day 19's work for many years, so I was really excited to get an opportunity to speak with Jeremy and Claire in depth about their work. I hope you guys enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. All right, well, Jeremy and Claire Weiss, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to do this and invite me into your living room. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming. This is our dining room, though. Okay, okay, formal. Nice, (laughs) I like it. Nice photo book collection. Can't beat that. Thanks Um, for having us. Yeah, definitely. Um, But I guess just kind of start off. I was kind of interested uh, where you guys kind of grew up and like
1: what are kind of some of your earliest memories of photography.
2: You want to go first?
1: I'll go first. (laughs) I grew up about forty-five minutes from where we are now, in uh, northwestern New Jersey, Morris County, and. Photography was never really a part of my growing up a little bit because my mom, you know My mom always had a camera and one roll of film lasted like two years, you know It'd be like here's your birthday. Here's Christmas. Here's Easter. Here's the other birthday. (laughs) Yeah, um, but she always had a camera around but I For whatever reason just never never thought about it Mm. and then in my late teens, I started going to like, you know punk and hardcore shows and Wasn't so much into moshing and dancing and I would see people on you the know, side of the stage taking photos. And okay. i like, maybe that's my place here, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm either going to be way in the back, or I'm going to be, like, punching in the pit, or I'm going to be <laughs> t- shooting photos. Yeah. So uh, that's how it started. I just started shooting photos of shows. That's cool. And, yeah, that led to so many weird things happening. Of Like, maybe the fifth role of film I shot was of a band called Split Lip. And then there was this this. Hardcore fanzine called Anti Matter, and they were like, We like you know, I just would get the little four by sixes printed out from you know, the whatever the Co- pharmacy or whatever, right yeah, yeah. And uh, and he's like, I like this one, but you have to, I, I can't put it in my magazine if it doesn't have the black border around it. And oh, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> <I get> black, <laughs> a black border around it. So, there was a county college in Morris, was you know, I was already out of high school, I was working in a skate shop. And I was like, they have a photo program. Maybe they'll teach me how to do the black border. So oh, I just really? signed up for a photo program, and was like, all right, day one, like, how do I, how do I put a black border on it? And they're like, slow down. I need to get you this got- in the mag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to learn to print first. And I'm like, all right, oh, cool, just as quick as I can, you know. And uh, yeah, it ended up running. You know, one of the first photos I ever really took was in this. Pretty rad fanzine called Antimatter, and it was of a band called Split Lip. Okay, and then became friends with the bass player years later. That's pretty exciting.
0: It's just kind of organic how you kind of got into it. It's kind of natural. Yeah. But how about you, Claire? How was? How do you kind of get into photography?
2: Um, I was always trying to fit in in school. I moved to the states when I was six from England, and um, just didn't want to be different. And in junior year, I met. Um, the one kid that was sitting in the classroom that looked different from everyone else, I was just drawn to. And his name is Brian Sheffield, and he, we became really close, and he skateboarded and introduced me to the world of skateboarding. It's a good world. It is a good world. <laughs> and um, we would g- go to the skate shop, and that's the shop that Jeremy worked at. Okay. So I met Jeremy um, from going to the skate shop, and. I just became a little obsessed with him. Okay. I was going to say, that's what I was going to say.
1: So was it love at
0: first sight. So I would frequent the shop and I was just
2: hanging out all the time. I just graduated high school and didn't apply to any colleges. Knew I was just going to go to the county college down the street. It's like an extension of high school, Mm. but they're great professors there because they all teach in New York. I was just going to take art classes and Jeremy, uh, had a camera and took pictures all the time and i was like oh that's cool like i'll take a photo class yeah, i was one
1: i was one year ahead of her at the okay. that photo program right. yeah. we'll so when we started hanging out play.
2: he was taking pictures of me a little bit and i was like oh this is kind of cool oh interesting i want to so try it out
0: picked up a camera yourself mm-hmm. what kind of stuff were you shooting when you kind of first started uh, getting into it
2: mm, i was shooting a lot of my best friend um just doing weird poses in fields
0: Railroad tracks. <laughs> exactly. Seven, seven, seven. Yes. I, I've always said that I think, I think every photographer, there should be like a group show or something where we have a competition and who's got the best railroad track photos because <laughs> everyone's got one. So true. Uh, no, that's exciting. And um, I guess when did you guys kind of, I guess it's probably later on down the line, but did you end up studying photography in college or did you, when did you kind of decide this was going to be kind of a career for you guys, you think?
1: Oh, a
2: career way later, <laughs> like a couple years ago. <laughs> the,
1: the beauty, the beauty about that county college of Morris, like Claire touched on, is it was it was all teachers from SVA and Pratt, and they they make a little extra money. They would teach at this county college in uh, New Jersey, you know, and it was dirt cheap, you know, and, like you get in state in county tuition. Hell yeah! But it was a it was a science of photography, um, degree. Sorry. So it really had nothing to do with what was in the photo or the subject. Mm-hmm. Like we would be graded on densitometers and it was like all about like, you know, you got to develop the film. It was all four by five. It was, you know, if, if it's really contrast, you have to develop it for, I'm probably messing this up now, but you got to develop it for two minutes less and yeah. all this. And that's how we got graded. So it really ingrained us. in like, this is how you make a perfect print right away. But when you're done, you're like, what do you do with this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it really just sets you up to like, Go to RIT and work for Kodak or something. Like, really had no other purpose. Like, yeah. yeah. So then we went to school in Boston. We we're like, what do we do now? Okay. You know, I had a school a year off of school while she finished, and then we're like, what, what are we do we? We found <laughs> that little uh New England school of photography. And oh, you guys square. went. You guys went to Nissan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when Danny did.
2: Clinch went too. Yeah. Yeah. He was just graduated. I think a few years before us.
0: Is this still around? I know they just closed the the Kenmore Square location. I think they moved it. I think they moved it to uh, old EP Levine. Actually, uh, yeah. But Nisop was great. How was that experience? Because I actually took some classes there in high school, and it was like they had night classes to learn how to use the darkroom and stuff. And I always really enjoyed that school because it's so small. I think the whole class size was probably couldn't have been more than a hundred or something. That people mm-hmm. was that you feel like it was a good experience going to school there.
2: Oh, yeah. I loved it. Um, We weren't really there to make friends, so it took us a year to, I don't know. We moved with
1: seven people from New Jersey to Boston. (laughs) So we lived in this little three-bedroom that, you know, it was 200 bucks each month maybe, and that seemed like a lot of money then. Yeah. And uh, we just hung out with each other and just photographed each other, and people were always coming up, like skateboard, bike friends would come up and stay with us. It was like endless subject matter. Yeah. So it's like we really didn't have to go out and meet anybody.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, we just <laughs> we kind just... of documented all the people that would come to our apartment. <laughs> yeah.
1: It sounds fun, man. Yeah,
2: it was really fun. It's just
0: natural. Even looking at your work now, uh, the thing I've always enjoyed about it is it doesn't seem like... I mean, I know you guys do big campaigns and things, but even with that, it, it seems like there's just like a real natural feel to it, almost kind of like snapshot. It's not tons of lights or this massive, like... uh production kind of is that always kind of the style that you guys have enjoyed this kind of almost like documentary type of photo you think
2: yeah I, in school because uh, Nissop offers um you know you pick what what you want to focus on so i focused on more of like the fine art stuff like black and white and color and jeremy was studying um Editorial and advertising, so they offered all of these courses, which were really great. But we never really Both thought about how were we were going to. What?
1: <laughs> I studied photojournalism and documentary. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? Advertising and editorial. <laughs> 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 so you guys even <laughs> no, So like. he was doing his
2: own thing. I was doing my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we just took pictures all the time and it was just of the people that were around us.
0: That's cool. Were there like any photographers you guys kind of admired or work you kind of looked up to back then or even when you are first starting out, you think, were you guys paying attention to other photographers?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because I didn't find out about a lot of, I guess, pretty late to the game in the photo, mm-hmm. in the photo game. Yeah. So until... Nissop where I started studying documentary. Like I didn't know who like like Robert Frank was. Like half the books that you see behind us, like I didn't know who they were until Mm -hmm. I was in my early twenties. But uh I grew up skateboarding in New New, New, North Jersey and New York and Ari McCopoulos would always be around taking photos. And, you know, Larry Clark was always around taking photos. So those two were probably the main ones because I saw them doing it. Yep. Not that I even saw the outcome of it so much but i saw them doing it and then you know ari would always be riding his bike around you know and stopping and shooting photos and I'm like that guy's cool like i don't know what what he's doing with that but yeah it, it just looks cool when he's when he's taking them
0: yeah i always like i'm not even looking at the armacopoulos book right there like all the stuff back then because that was like probably the stuff i like is like in like 96 or so all like the early photos there's like photos of like javier nunez who's like a pro skater from back in the days and it was just like raw and this like natural that's always like Larry Clark stuff too all the stuff you did with like kids and stuff the, that photography I've always been kind of drawn to that thing too and I don't know um but I guess when did you guys decide to like team up because I know uh, you guys go under day 19 that's like your name I guess like group photo name or I don't know
1: mm-hmm. there's a whole long story with that too yeah yeah I was gonna ask what the hell does day 19 mean? <laughs> <laughs> well all right I'll start I'll try to make it pretty quick. When I was little, I I was really obsessed with wanting to be a truck driver. And I would sit on a CB all day long, and that's the channel on the things like Breaker Breaker 1-9. Yeah. So I was always obsessed with the number 19. (laughs) And my best friend growing up, Sean Bury, he was also obsessed with the number 19. And we would always just do shit, you know, like make T-shirts when we were like 13, 14 years old. Like, we made shirts that said, like, snowboarders are dicks and stuff like that. And we just, we called it day 19, you know, for... Whatever reason. And then I, when I found the internet, I registered day19.com thinking it would be like a collective of like people, different people's photos. Okay. But then no one ever really kept up on it. So it just kind of became my work. Mm-hmm. So people were like, oh, Jeremy Weiss, like day 19. And I'm like, I need to get jeremyweiss.com one of these days you know and then
2: I had a link off of it uh,
1: yeah day19.com slash claire you're
0: on there it's just you guys (laughs) (laughs) um but when did you guys kind of start I guess how does that work I mean I'm sure you guys get this question constantly but like working as a photo team like I guess when did you guys start to decide to kind of start working together on projects and how does that actually work are you guys like both shooting at the same time on a shoot, or what's like? How's the logistics work of like a partnership? I guess.
2: Well, we shot separately for years, mm-hmm. and in two thousand five, around then, a rep reached out to Jeremy and wanted to meet him, and you know, he he wasn't represented. I was in the dark room, just thinking I was going to like print pictures, have art shows, and drink wine that's what i was thinking about photography and then uh waiting tables so i wasn't really i wasn't thinking about how i was going to make a living Mm -hmm. doing this i just did it because i loved it yeah and this woman reached out to jeremy and she was helping him put a book together and she wanted to use a couple of my photos and he was like well i don't i didn't take these my wife took these and she was like your wife takes pictures (laughs) like you guys should work together yep um so that's how it started but it was funny because we would both make zines but we would put them under our own names and we would send them out to people who we thought were doing cool things in the world oh, that's pretty cool uh but it was always separate like i had mine and we had his you, Until this woman suggested we and the light bulb combined forces. Really, like, oh. <laughs> how's that going to work? Yeah, yeah. They they did,
0: did that kind of take a while to kind of figure that out? Like, or did it kind of just kind of happen naturally? You think?
1: Well, at the time, one of us would be shooting. You know, I guess it was kind of the beginning of digital for work. Mm-hmm. So one of us would be shooting digital, and one of us would be shooting a film camera or like a Polaroid camera, and and then. It just became like we just had to both be shooting digital because by the time the film would be developed like you know everything would be out already mm.
2: yeah but i mean our first the we've made a lot of mistakes yeah um i don't know if you want to get into hell, that hell yeah!
0: <laughs> i was gonna ask you that down the line but i'll get to that but like one thing i was curious about is like do you feel like you guys had a similar aesthetic obviously you, like you said you kind of started shooting on your own before you partnered up do you feel like you had a, a similar style and the approach to the way you guys photographed? Or when you partnered up, did you guys kind of have like a conscious decision like, hey, that we should approach our work like this? Or how does that kind of work, you think?
2: I think our work complements each other. Um, I'm just seeing it through the eyes of a woman who's a little bit shorter than Jeremy. Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anything in their careers was conscious. It was. It was all just... It just all happened one thing led to another and i was like "Well, wow, like the fact that we even take pictures for advertising is insane to me yeah because yeah. you
0: guys you never like envisioned doing that because like, i know you guys are well known now for like all the stuff you like levi's oakley uh samsung everything it, you never even really thought about that like at all I was just kind of kind of knew
1: it existed yeah you know like it the types of photos we take mm. weren't being used in advertising when yeah. we started getting jobs in advertising they just wasn't around it was very polished I don't know if you remember that era of everything was like super hyper focused yeah like that's when we started getting jobs of like just go out and shoot these people like they're your best friends and I was like all right you know like let let's have some fun with this
2: but we also never assisted okay so we made all of our own mistakes
1: yeah that's uh I assisted
2: twice and, okay. And he got fired you twice. Got fired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, like talking to so many photographers over the last like eight months or so, there's no straight line for anyone, I don't think. Everyone's story is different. And it's not, a, it's not a normal career, I don't think. It's not like, obviously, if you want to be a lawyer, you do X, Y, and Z and you become a lawyer. If you want a doctor, you want to do that. And there's like a trajectory. But photography, it's just, it's a Wild West, man. Oh, totally. So, That's why
1: it's so cool that you're doing this interviewing all these people because everyone's going to have, there's, there's gonna be no two that are the same.
0: Yeah, like I interviewed this guy, Randall Ford, really successful advertising photographer in Texas, and he went to school for business. And it was just interesting to hear, like, how he went from being a business major thinking he was gonna, like, work in finance or something. And then he just decided he's like, I got a passion for photography, and then it kind of all this works together. So, yeah, it is interesting how it all kind of comes together. Um, but, like you were saying, Claire, um, when you're first starting off, like, were there like any first assignments you guys kind of worked on that you look back on that maybe some mistakes you made or um, some assignments you, assignments you feel like you learned a lot from starting out?
2: Um, I think when we first started working, we never hired an assistant ever because we were so broke that we were just like, money, like, yes. yeah, um, And neither of us ever assisted so maybe we weren't very good at assisting each other not that we needed to but you know it all depends on if you're shooting people and its personality so if you get along with someone it's easy to take their picture yeah and if it seems a little bit stressful and rushed um you know it's a little bit more challenging i kind of forgot your question i was
0: saying like some. <laughs> that's fine um i was saying like some of the early when you first started doing assignments and things um were there like some early mistakes you made like maybe looking back on it uh, early assignments that you feel like you kind of learned a lot from i guess you probably learn uh, on every job but maybe uh, when you're first starting out is there anything that sticks out in your mind that you feel like um
2: well you- the cheryl crow was a mistake. the cheryl
1: crow incident Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
2: we went to England to photograph Cheryl Crow with the um, the first rep that met up with Jeremy.
1: Probably the first job we got where they hired the both of us. Right. Oh, okay.
2: And they flew us to England, and it was on the back end of TV. But I feel like she didn't give us the information. Like we were so green, we had no idea what we were doing, mm-hmm. and I f- she d- didn't. I guess prep us, maybe, or maybe didn't even realize how green we were.
1: That's it. I don't think she realized that we didn't know what the. Fuck <laughs> yeah, we, were doing.
2: we bullshitted. You know, if
1: like we went into it like the batteries weren't fully charged. Oh, or shit! Yeah, you know, like we had ten minutes at the end, and it was like, okay, it's your time, and it's like, yeah, to do what. No,
2: like, it, now we it's knew your what shoot, we were. and we're like,
1: oh, we gotta go. You know,
2: <laughs> yeah, we had no assistant, we had no producer, we had no one to back us. It was just us, yep. and then this big film crew. Okay, and um. Anyway, after the shoot, we get back to LA and our rep was super excited that we have pictures of like, you know, a celebrity and blogs. We had a blog, but the they weren't blog common. The post we
1: ever did was what blew up in our face from our rep being like, you should post those photos of Cheryl Crow as soon as possible and then putting that somewhere and then on our blog kind of write up news on our website when that still existed when you did the news without really much it said like we just got back from england shooting cheryl Crow for dell and it hadn't been out yet that she was the new spokesperson for dell oh (laughs) shit (laughs) so we basically leaked that to the world and she was like google your names like right now her way pre-google this is like 2005 and it was like Ten pages deep of like Cheryl Crow's the new like spokesperson for Dell. Thanks to Jeremy and Claire. Why? Like delete, 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 delete. <laughs> Scrub that from the internet. <laughs> yeah. But then but, the-
2: I, but she, she she was like encouraging us to show oh, it. Yeah. I feel it like was,
1: she, it was definitely not us. Though. It was your rep. But then she was but like, I mean, they want you to sign that, this right? backdated confidentiality agreement. We're y- like yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah
0: yeah that's tough I mean you feel like uh, obviously you guys like I said you guys do all these big campaigns now is that something that kind of took you a while to like even get comfortable in shooting in those environments because I would imagine like you go from this like shooting your friends and this kind of the things little shoots here and there but then when you get into advertising it's like There'd be, like, 15, 20 people on set. There's, like, an RV. There's a hairstylist and all the, this and that, the props. Is that something it took you a while to feel comfortable kind of photographing in that in, environment, you think?
2: Um, not really, because when we did end up having a big crew, we we knew them. We, we were becoming friends with people that... Um, had these professions and then we knew who we wanted to have with that. Like our first ad job, the whole team was put together for us because we didn't have anyone. We didn't even, we didn't know what a stylist was. We didn't know that we needed all of these people.
1: But our digitech and our assistant were like, you know computers. Do you want to be a digitech? like, yeah. sure. Yeah, had never digital, like, was yeah. never a digital tech ever before that or probably ever after that. But it was like, yeah, all right, this is your job. We got this job for a week in New York and... You're good on a computer. That's fucking all. I like the
0: way you guys fucking roll. You're like, let's just fucking figure it out. And we were too naive to know that,
1: like, we could, like, he could get his own hotel room. We all slept so in we, the same room. So we slept, yeah, with our it's like some tech th- best friend and assistant in the same. Hotel room because we didn't, and we didn't know we could go on the motorhome because yeah. it was raining one day in New York and we just sat in our rental car. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like, yeah, that is pretty
0: funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but I guess to kind of go back a little bit, um, I guess once you got out of NESOP and everything, um, what was kind of your next step? Like, did you kind of start promoting your work to try to get like editorial
1: work or what was kind of your next step once you got out of NESOP? Well, right after NESOP, we moved we went straight to San Francisco and cause we had friends that had moved there a couple years earlier and we would visit and we're like, it's amazing. There's skateboarders all over the street. It was a great place at the time. This was 2000. Yeah. And we moved out there and Claire was actually buying shoes cause she had a job at hard rock cafe. And then I picked up a magazine called accelerator. It was like electronic music magazine at the time. Okay. And I saw that, you know, looked in the masthead and saw there in San Francisco. So I just showed up and no portfolio at the time. Just had a, I'll show it to you later, but I just had these sketchbooks that just had like taped pictures in them and stuff. And I just went to the office and I'm like, Hey, I want to shoot for you guys. Yeah. Like you have a car. Again, like, yeah. And they're like, great. We have a shoot that's 45 minutes south of here because no one else that shot for them had a car. Holy shit. <laughs> so in so Neesop, I was doing all these pictures of people with bloody noses. Yeah. So I just had this, like, I guess he's kind of a superstar DJ guy. And mm-hmm. as soon as I show up, he was, like, he was like, can you just give yourself a bloody nose? Like, you know, fake blood, obviously. And there's a photo of him with just like blood pouring on his face. Damn. And then I get back and they're like, how'd you get him to do that? <laughs> this is insane. You know, and they ended up running it full page and you know worked for them every issue for a good six seven months after that yeah that's the first thing yeah is that kind of what you guys were doing kind of when we first started this kind of like editorial stuff here and there pretty much or yeah. and then right after we only lived in san francisco for what five months five months and then we moved to los angeles and we met a bunch of people right away in the music industry everything kind of stems from music okay and i don't know if you know the band saves the day yeah they were in la recording an album and it was like just come hang out shoot photos while we're recording so over like a month or two we were just hung out every day you know like really didn't think anything was going to come out of it but all those photos became the artwork for their stay what you are album Mm -hmm. and then that just led to like oh shoot shoot yeah like shooting for a lot of labels after that Mm. lots of press photos and we just had a lot of friends and bands that would come through LA and we would shoot photos of them hanging out and then like oh by the way we we need a photo for this magazine so we would shoot it and that's pretty cool what do you guys enjoy about working with musicians you think most I just
0: wish I knew how to play music yeah me (laughs) me too man I've always dreamed of playing the piano but I gotta get to it
2: Well, music's such a, a powerful thing. It really controls your mood. Mm-hmm. And um, we've just, uh, you know, music's been a big part of our life. And in our early 20s, we were just hanging out. It was all musicians, like all, all of our friends. And they were always coming through L.A. and staying for a little while. And there, there were always people coming through. And when you have no responsibilities and no real job, you just hang out. It's good. Take pictures and figure out how you're going to. Well, I waited tables. So okay. I was able to I
1: was, I get was us a, through. I was a movie extra. That's true. Oh, Jeremy really? Was a movie extra. A, any movies we would know? <laughs> I was in a Vanilla Sky for point one second. Okay. I had to when the DVD came out. I had to go through frame by frame. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. I was in some music videos. Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess how you're saying like you're waiting tables and doing the movie extra thing. Like I think everyone a lot of people go through that struggle. I know I have I was working like three jobs still shooting and just try to get it going um how did you kind of get to the point where you're shooting full time and did it take you like a long time? Did you ever like kind of start to like get down on it or did you always just have this goal that you want to be doing this full time you think
2: Well after the Cheryl Crow incident, our rep dropped us. And then we were feeling really sorry for ourselves yeah. for a while, and then it just makes you work harder and prove that like you're good at taking pictures and there are other people that you know. I guess we were more seeking out that world a little bit more because then we met with Jen.
1: Yeah, that mid two thousands was a <laughs> it was kind of a blur of like cause once we started getting jobs, it happened really fast. Okay. Yeah. Like,
2: Converse was before the 2008,
1: first. we were scraping, you know, yeah. 20 whatever 20 can- bucks. We'd be like, we can buy some bagels, <laughs> you know, and then work got more consistent. But it wasn't until our well, first we son the- was born where it was like, all right, I feel like we can legitimately make a living off of this, mm-hmm. which was 2000. 2000- Seven
2: two thousand. Um, well, he was born in December two thousand seven. So yeah. it was more like two thousand. Because you were
1: waiting tables right up until he was born. Yeah, I
2: delivered on one of the tables. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow! <laughs> no,
1: that's not true. <laughs> oh, I was
0: like, holy shit! Um, <laughs> no, that's that's good to hear. I mean, I think everyone goes because this like i said this business is crazy and like you just have to keep grinding at it i guess and do you feel like at that point you guys you say got the converse thing did you kind of start more actively kind of promoting your work to like advertising agencies and companies like that or did all this kind of naturally just kind of come together you think
2: Well, once we formed this relationship with converse we worked with them regularly for several years um and then i feel like through that other companies were paying attention and then we were doing all the sneaker brands okay and then just got to the point Lots where we're like oh man we're get, we're getting pigeonholed into this like sneaker
0: oh yeah you're like you guys, are the, like, sho- you guys shot, are the shoe guys yeah the shoe guys exactly
2: you <laughs> <laughs> we were the shoe guys a for a little while yeah
0: i mean that's one thing i was gonna ask you do you think like do you think it's like you need to create a niche for yourself in this like i keep saying business i mean photography is art but when you're trying to do this to make a living do you think it's important like create a niche for yourself do you guys view it that way um how do you guys kind of perceive your photography like how how do you think you would describe it to people really i mean it's kind of a hard question to answer i guess but
2: i think you just want to have an aesthetic Mm -hmm. you know like we can shoot a lot of things yep we love taking pictures. We're yeah. good at taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, we, um, you know, whether it's, like, shoes or phones or kids or grandparents <laughs> or people hanging out. Or, I think we just I wanted mean, to come, just wanted come across
1: to... how much fun this actually is. You yeah. Know, there's it's a pretty fun job. That's the thing know? I love about your guys'
0: work. It's, like, damn, man. That seems, like, all your photos just seem like a good time. <laughs> like I was, like, it's, like, you know, like everyone's busy working and stuff but then you have those times where you maybe you get to take a vacation or something and it's like you have that week and you're like oh you have a good time like when i look at your work it's like people like
1: on the beach and stuff This like good stuff it's just like it's it's fun like it's a we look for it's almost like that's our vacation sometimes of like you know we have two kids yep. there's a lot of stuff that has to do with that and then it's like oh we get to go shoot people having a awesome time you know and i think it comes across in our photos that like the models and our subjects are genuinely having a really good time. Like yeah. I've heard people say like, like, Oh no, just when you, you get it uh, hired for a job, it just becomes no fun. I'm like, really? Like, there's yeah. a lot worse things you could be doing. Hell yeah,
0: man. You could be working in a warehouse. You could be doing whatever. There's <laughs> way worse jobs. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, it's all about the crew, though. You know, if you surround yourself with good people that are good at their jobs and like to have fun, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't been on other sets, so we don't know what it's like. But all the people that we that we hire, that we work with, excel in their job, and they like to have fun. And they're just, you know happy people
0: yeah you feel like that's like a big uh, important thing when you're doing these campaigns is like kind of creating the uh, environment on set to like get those photos like you said this hiring the correct people and it's kind of creating the mood i guess you of think of course yeah,
2: yeah mood's huge
0: yeah yeah because i that's what i was gonna ask is like the thing you guys i think looking at your work you're really good at is getting those like natural reactions because you're getting like these models that just get thrown into these like sets sometimes but and i mean i've shot some of that stuff a little bit but uh what do you think the key is to kind of getting those natural reactions you think
1: just seem crazier than they are you know, <laughs> yeah go into it and we're just batshit crazy <laughs> we're like whoa i guess i can be myself and be that's too- stupid. <laughs> yeah <there's- laughs> you know, no reservations in this shoot i guess yeah there's nothing uh yeah the- <laughs> we've had many shoots where we just had to been like going into it on day one like just talk to the other you know clients i guess and just be like trust the process is the best part because we'll start today with being like we're running down this road for yeah. half a mile okay and we're like wait what what are you doing that for <laughs> yeah that's and it's like you're never going to use any of those photos but like everyone's loosened up instantly Mm-hmm. and uh
2: lots of cardio
1: a lot of cardio yeah
2: you guys you guys are you guys are in good
0: shape you guys you guys got a lot of cardio it looks like um <laughs> Um, one project that I was kind of interested in talking to you guys about on your website, it was uh, I really enjoyed it. It was just called Two Days in Iceland. Uh, what was that all about? Was this kind of a trip to Iceland or how did those photos kind of come together?
2: Yeah, it was a, a trip to Iceland. I turned 40 and we had a 15 year wedding anniversary. So my mom came out and watched the kids and okay. we went to Scandinavia, we went to Iceland. Um, it was just two days, a layover. We just drove around and took pictures.
0: Yeah, it seemed fun, it was, and then he's put it up there, and you kind of use it. You use that like it's kind of a promotion, kind of to send to people after, or you just kind of threw it up on your website, pretty much.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've always made zines, and and we've always wanted to show people pictures that we take, and everyone's always on their, you know, you're on your computer so much, so it's nice to have something tangible. Um, we tried and, pr- putting yeah, out books
1: for years. Like we made it, we put it into a book. It's so hard to put out a book when there's not really a subject matter of it you know mm. it's like is this a best of yeah, of like yeah, all our photos yeah. and it's like we tried so many times to put it together and it just never felt right yeah. and this was like all right this has a beginning and an end like we were on a layover yeah in iceland for two like a day and a half even we we're like let's just go crazy just drive the whole time because it's it's light out like 22 hours a day oh really <laughs> so we just drove around took tons of photos and then had you know had the beginning and end it made it a lot easier to make yeah something
0: the thing i liked about it is it this kind of reminded me that you can just do really cool photo projects and it doesn't have to be this like crazy uh, deep idea or anything it can just be real simple but like you can make something really cool out of it like two days in iceland you're just there and kind of documented it and it this reminds me at least reminded me is like there's just so much to shoot out there and it's this kind of just finding little like unique ideas like that um do you feel like that's important for you guys just to take time to shoot photos for yourself pretty much aside from all the uh, advertising stuff you do
2: we shoot photos for ourselves all the time mm. but jeremy touched on which was interesting since i never really thought of that before um we take so many pictures that it's just like overwhelming and right now we're putting a book to our first son is 10 and we did the first five years of his life and now we're putting the first getting pictures together for the first five years of our younger son's life oh, wow. and they're just it's just going through a lot of pictures but when you go somewhere and then you leave and you, you have a project like that it's um yeah it's easier to put it all together and, and be done with it and share it yeah, yeah like when you go through a, a lot finish. of photo
1: books you're like all right these photos have something to do with each other mm-hmm. and then you look at the dates and you're like some of these are like 20 30 years apart yeah you know like some of these like yep you know win a grand books were like Like, doing this. This is twenty years difference between these two photos. Mm -hmm. And
2: I feel like we've struggled with that a little bit because we wanted to put like the best of or whatever. We've had all these titles, and then it's nothing's ever come together.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's a hard thing editing your work. It's like, uh, like you say, you shoot so much stuff. Like, how do you? Do you have like a way you approach the stuff you put on your website? You think uh obviously you don't put everything on there. Do you kind of have like a plan, like what you guys like, want to promote yourself out there? You think, or do you just kind of like to put a mix match of stuff you're working on? You think?
1: Just try to keep it fresh. Yeah. You know, like I feel like if somebody looks at a website three times and sees the same stuff, it's like, oh, they're not doing anything new. And it's like, mm-hmm. like we completely changed our website photo-wise, not design-wise, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then we've heard feedback of, like, it's the same photos from 10 years ago. And we're like, no, it's, it's, no, it's I, I can guarantee it's not.
0: Yeah, man, they got the new Champion stuff. They got, <laughs> i seen that stuff out there. Um, and one project I was going to talk to you about on there, I think it was called The Race of Gentlemen, which I think you shot this year. Um, what was that all about? It looks like some interesting photos. I don't
1: know if it was, it was, like, cars or something. What was that project all about? Yeah, one of my best friends growing up, Brian Cannon, is... He's always been kind of the craziest of the bunch and he races motorcycles on the beach and they did one in California that he invited us to. We went out there and it pretty much got rained out. Like it was, the photos look cool, but it only lasted like a third of the day cause it all got washed tight out and got all washed out. So went down with him this year. Was it last month? Beginning of June. And he just, I have the access cause I know him and he's like, he wins it pretty regularly, you know? Okay. And, and it's, like, just a small group of people from all over the world. Like, when a lot of Japanese guys. And and they race pre, I'm probably getting it wrong, but pre-1945. I'll just throw that out there. Yeah, they're Cars old, and motorcycles. Yeah. And it's fun. Like, the brotherhood is pretty rad to watch. And just yeah, walking around, everything looks cool. Yeah, it seemed pretty awesome. And one thing I was
0: kind of curious about, obviously, because you guys are a team, when you're shooting these, like, personal projects on the side... Do, or do you guys, like, uh, how do you decide which photos you want to use? Like, do you ever have, like, like Jeremy, like, if you have an idea for a project that you think is a good idea, are you ever clear, like, I don't think that's a good idea? Or do you kind of, guys just kind of go f- free and just kind of let each other kind of do your thing, you think?
2: I, I tell Jeremy what he shouldn't shoot. <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> all the time. He
1: like, you should get a photo of that. And I'm like, you can take the camera, like... <laughs> But that race of gentlemen, that was just me going and hanging out with my buddy for the weekend. Yeah. But we did a project of Polaroids, Polaroid portraits for years. Mm -hmm. And the whole project was Claire shoots one and I shoot one. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Two Polaroids. Oh, really? Polaroids are expensive as shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And then we decide together which one we like the best. Okay. So we did a couple hundred people of those Mm. and then never put a book or anything out of that. No, i seen somebody on your website it was really cool. We
2: had we had a couple art shows of it, though. Yeah. It's out I there. I mean, it's it's still a project that, like, I'd still love to shoot it. It's an excuse to get in touch with people and get to know them a little bit and take mm-hmm. a mugshot of them.
0: Yeah, no, if it's...
1: only they still made 4 by 5 Polaroid.
0: I know, it's tough. You got to go on eBay, but it's
1: expensive. That was kind of the end of that project. Yeah,
0: it's tough, man. Um, and I know talking to you guys before we set this up, you mentioned you guys recently moved, uh, back here to the East coast in New Jersey from where you guys were in LA, I think for what, 17 years. Um, what kind of prompted you guys to move back, uh, here you think?
2: Um, I really miss the seasons Mm. and it's nice to be close to family. Yeah. Jeremy was just over LA.
0: Okay. Yeah. A lot of driving. Yeah, the, well, no, the weather was sitting, huge. Sitting on the for road. us,
2: though, weather was a big thing. Mm. Um, it, our bodies didn't weren't starting <laughs> to not like it anymore.
1: Yeah, we we grew up on the East Coast, so we know we love the snow. We love the change of leaves in the fall and. Mm. You can only go through so many Thanksgivings that it's 100 degrees outside. And you're like, this doesn't feel like Thanksgiving. Christmas. Where's my Christmas spirit?
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Do you feel like your your photo st- photographic style might change now you're on the East Coast, you think? Or is uh, the same approach, I guess?
2: I wouldn't say the style would change, yeah. but I think the subject would. You don't really get much fog. There's yeah. going to be a lot more
0: greenery in it. Yeah, yeah. It, must be, it must be exciting. It's something like a new environment to shoot, kind of new ideas, you think? This kind of moves somewhere
1: new? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're still—what are we? Seven months in living here, and mm-hmm. we've been back five times already. So okay. we still go back for work, pretty good amount. Yeah. And uh, I was just—I'm really obsessed with—I don't know. How I just got to this. Sorry. Boats out of water. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so silly to me when you see a boat like just in like the bushes and stuff. So I guess that's another personal project. I'm really excited about doing boats oh, out of like, water. Oh, just like boats and like people's like dry, so driveway, boat, or driveway, or
0: driveway or something. Drive boats like we like the grass grown around. Shit. You should come to my neighbor's house, man. He's got about four
1: boats in his back. Oh. Here, back here. And I don't think they all look <laughs> like pieces of,
0: piece of the shit, but,
1: <laughs> but things like that, that even idea to be like, I want to do is, you know, start shooting. This would never have happened in Los Angeles. I think just the being inspired by the greenery and the nature and the mm-hmm. It's also like you gotta hurry up and do things in the summer because you know there's gonna be it goes quick man yeah i was already like, it's like fucking august i was like shit uh
0: but uh yeah that's interesting and I, I also recently i noticed you guys switched your uh over on jamie applebaum's new agency beyond creative management um i think you guys just recently started working with her your new rep um and i was kind of curious when you work in the advertising world, do you think it's important to have a rep? Um, what's your take on that?
2: Um, if you, I do. I think having a rep is really important. If you want, you know, to have someone back you and um, support you and just—it's like, it's like having a pimp. <laughs> having a pimp yeah. who doesn't want a pimp <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know it's it's a lot easier for someone else to talk about you than to talk about yourself yeah you know yeah it's a hard thing man it's like
0: that is the hardest thing as a photographer i i hate doing it because yeah you're 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 basically a salesman you're trying to sell your photography and get jobs and uh some people are really good at it and some people aren't but uh, yeah i guess having a rep it's yeah it's another another arm like someone to help you out but what do you think it is when you're looking for a rep? Because I think you mentioned you've had a couple reps at this point.
1: What is it that you're looking for when you're partnering with someone? You think so? We really get along with them. Mm. Like it's it's Jamie and Jamie and Amy, and it just it's like a breath of fresh air. With like, oh wow, mm. and I think they really when we decided to move back here, we knew we weren't going to have a rep on the West Coast anymore yep. or exclusively. You know, like just out there because it just it felt so far away yeah you don't feel it when you're in la to new york but in reverse interesting it feels so far away really (laughs) it's really strange yeah because you know uh, 17 years you're never like oh i could just go to new york and you know five hour flight but when it's in reverse like yeah i can go on that forever but um (laughs) we knew we wanted to find somebody in new york and we we met with a lot of reps in new york and just A lot of times where you're like do you really enjoy our photos yeah or do you just you're looking like you know you can make some money yeah you know and Jamie and Amy genuinely I feel they really love our pictures you know it's really it's exciting no that's good yeah
0: you want to partner with someone who obviously probably has similar uh,
1: ideas and
0: yeah likes your work like you said Um, are there like any past working with other reps things you look back on like maybe mistakes or Um, reasons that didn't work out you think like looking back on it maybe
2: I think you want to know where you want to steer your career Hmm. you don't want to be like pigeonholed into doing you know a certain aesthetic or subject matter and I just you know remembering why you got into photography in the beginning and and what you love and, and hoping that that person can help you grow from there But yeah, I mean, of course we made mistakes, but I don't know if you really want to talk about that. No, that's that's fine. You said earlier you want to talk about all those things. (laughs) Well, not all of them. I think
1: think we let our personal feelings get a little too involved Mm -hmm. in the old days because we were around our old rep. Like we were there from day one, from them being around. And it was like this little family. And then it just kind of through where it was like we don't even really talk to anyone there yeah. anymore yeah it's like, and it just it felt weird you yeah know? it's like it's
0: like uh it's like a friendship sometimes you have friends and you, you grow apart and you know that's fine and you move forward and you keep growing i think there's nothing wrong with change at all um but like you were saying you want to declare how you want to have someone who's going to help you steer your career is is that something you guys are like actively thinking about like the way you want to mark your work these days like do you guys like have any goals for the type of stuff you think you want to be doing down the line, or is this kind of keep kind of doing the stuff you're doing? Or I
2: mean, we just want to collaborate with interesting people mm-hmm. and take beautiful photographs. Mm-hmm. Um, we love to collaborate with creative directors and.
0: Yeah, what kind Lions, of... Sh- what? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. And what kind of assignments do you think you guys are drawn to most? Like, look, I mean, looking back at everything you've done, um, are there, like, any shoots that kind of stick out in your mind as, like, particularly memorable, or maybe just for the experience or something you learned or maybe something that you're this particularly um, proud of the photos, I guess?
2: Yeah, we worked for years with Marlboro. Um, and it was just... Fan- the jobs were, like three weeks long, four weeks long, several times a year. And, uh, you know, your crew just ends up being your family. And we became very close with the creative director. And it was just like knowing that we were going to go and, like, create beautiful imagery. And we were given time to do it. It was never rushed. Um, So those shoots were super fun.
1: The tough part is we can never show them. Oh really? So mm-hmm. we have a good four or five years of our life where we were working very regularly with this client that we can never show the photos. It's just like oh I'll buy out. No, no, it's because it's it's cigarettes. Oh you know, and it's not necessarily people smoking. Yep. But it's you know, we'd have to put these things on our website of like prove how old you are and just Oh true. It would it would be nuts. Damn, I did not I even mean, I didn't it's even some think of the best photos yeah. we've ever taken. But, yep. I mean, they've seen the light of day in ads around the world, but... You just can't put it on your site or whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah,
1: that's wild. And, you know, one thing
0: I was curious talking to you guys about is, like, when you're first starting out and you're growing, obviously you're starting uh, smaller jobs, then you get bigger stuff. It's alright. <laughs> um, how do you get to the point where you want to keep growing? And I think a hard thing is, like, when do you know when to turn down work? Because obviously you have to do it sometimes, because it could be money or things like that obviously is that kind of a hard thing like when do you know when because t- obviously the commercial stuff can be tough because like everyone wants everything but it, it's like a it's a tough thing like i don't know yeah.
1: <laughs> you just i just i LaCroix opened up face. a
2: lacroix and it exploded <laughs> on me
1: you might have picked up on the Claire, mic you're Claire, going, oh, fuck. claire's popping lacroix <laughs> <McCoy. laughs> did you drop it uh, no so it just dented. exploded um I'd say our youngest son is four mm-hmm. and right when he was born. That's when it was like, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't just say yes to everything. Yep. You know, and it was really hard to do you know? every job that came in. Yep. To just be like, Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Because it's a hard thing. Cause like
0: you, you don't want to turn down anything cause you don't know where that client could go in the future. There could be bigger jobs, but you don't know. But then at the same time, if you just say yes to everything and you go below budget then it's like how do you grow is that is it kind of like growing pains for you guys you
1: think this kind of evolving and kind of getting bigger jobs you think no just because jobs have just everything it's such a i'm sure you hear this all the time because you talk to a lot of photographers Mm -hmm. everything's just gotten so weird in the last couple years it's so different like i I don't want to say it's good or bad but it's just it's so different where i feel like this might not be answering your question at all I feel like a lot more now than ever before. We almost have the creative director role as well. Oh, really? You know, where it's like... They want to know the what you bring to jobs come in table. a lot earlier. Yep. Where it's like, all right, we know we have to do a shoot, and this is loosely what we need. What are your ideas on it? Yeah. You
0: know? Do you like that, or is it kind of a challenge for you, you think?
2: Well, we're judged on um our writing and our design within our treatments mm-hmm. and we're not writers nor are we designers so uh you know a you, job comes in you get on the phone you talk ideas and then you're expected to put together this beautiful treatment that you know you should just outsource have someone's got to design it and it's a lot of work you're putting together it's like a you know a, I mean, it's like you're you're putting together th- like a script, like what Jeremy said. It's Like it's, a script, almost. I feel like script. a lot of creative directors, um, they're just spread so thin, mm-hmm. and they're they're juggling so many jobs yep. that years ago, uh, you know, the brief would come in and everything would already be explained, and then you you collaborate, and but but you weren't really getting the job because of your treatment. Mm-hmm.
0: No, that makes sense. I mean, and I guess if, if you can excel at that, they're gonna keep hiring you. Like if you can bring your two cents to the creative director and help them with their job, then they'll probably come to you again. Cause that's one, another thing I was going to ask you is like, it's, it's easy enough to get one job. How do you keep, keep clients you think and keep working with them over and over? Cause anybody can get one job, but what do you think the key is? Cause obviously you guys have been working with certain clients for years.
1: What do you think the key is to like keeping those clients? Make their job easier. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really what it is. Like, There's a lot of people who can take great photos, Mm -hmm. you know, but if there's a whole creative team, advertising team that's working on a project in an office for months, help them bring it, you know, to life beautifully, but also like do a good job on it. Show them a good time. That's kind of their vacation almost. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I've been in an office. Yeah. You know, like we don't work nine to probably nine to nine jobs like yeah. most of them yeah, do yeah. you know it's like all right well this we got this you know and not to sound like we don't collaborate with them but it's like yeah you know like you don't have to stress like we're going to work together we're going to make something beautiful mm-hmm. you know and i think that's they appreciate that and i think they come back of like yeah i know i can work on this for four months and you guys are going to bring it to life mm-hmm and like you said earlier, like,
0: on your set, you're, you're creating this environment. And I would imagine a lot of times those creative directors, they're looking forward to working with you. Because like I said, like, I don't know you guys, but looking at your website, I'm like, Claire and Jeremy are like fun people. And it's like, is that something you're conscious of? Because like how people perceive your work. Cause I think maybe that's a big reason like p- people enjoy it. Like how you create that environment and the creative, creative directors want to work with you because of that. I mean, that's why I always kind of been attracted to your work. i I'm like, man, it looks like a good time. <laughs> I don't know. It's not really a question, but I think we're fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's, it's, I don't know how to turn down the sarcasm sometimes, but yeah, yeah, no, nah. but
2: yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, uh, people hire you because they want to hang out with you.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And
2: if you happen to be a good photographer, then bonus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you guys are. Well, both... <laughs> there's two of you. Yeah. <laughs> Double bonus. <laughs> Is Do, do you feel like that's been. Do some art directors, like when you're like bidding on jobs and stuff, do they like not get the partnerships thing sometimes? Or do you think it's more common nowadays? Like it's not quite as different, I guess.
1: I thought it was more common because you see it all the time. Like now. Like when we started shooting together, I didn't—I had never seen it before. Yeah, I think you guys were one of the first people I knew. Like, and now it's rare when you don't see it. Yeah. But I mean, some of the jobs are so crazy. I don't understand how like one photographer, yeah, can do it. You know? it's well, like,
2: speaking to some other friends of ours that are photographers. They would just say that you know, they were they were they had to hire a second photographer. Oh, right. Really? Or, or they just have their first assistant True. shoot, which is kind of odd, but.
0: Yeah, that's different. Do you feel like there's like certain things like you're better at or like strengths that you're going you, you kind to of go back and forth? Like you're better at certain things, maybe like the marketing or like
1: the treatments or do you guys just kind of, I don't
2: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, it's definitely when it comes to treatments, I'm the one that like stresses out and locks okay. myself in a room for two days. Being like Nitpicking it. Like, I, I just want to make it perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's tough stuff, man. Um, but I guess to kind of wrap up, uh, I guess, what do you think kind of is like the key to your guys longevity? What keeps you going? What keeps you inspired? Cause obviously as everyone knows this business, there's a lot of ups and downs. There's peaks and valleys. Sometimes you're busy. Sometimes you're not. Um, what kind of keeps you guys going? you think and keeps you inspired?
2: I think just being happy and surrounding yourself with good people, you know, like we're not saving lives here and mm-hmm. uh, we take, I take pictures because I, I love it. Um, My kids give me such a hard time sometimes, and I just tell them, like, taking pictures makes me happy. Yep. So, like, stop being a dick and just (laughs) let me take your picture and just ignore the camera because it's just not okay. I do a lot for you. So back off. But, yeah. I take you to
1: camp every morning. (laughs) You have to give me at least 20 minutes to take your photo.
2: I mean, I'm always going to take pictures. It just makes me happy when I don't do it. I, I... You know, and Jeremy will say things to me like just, um, you know, enjoy the moment, like be a part of it. I want to be a part of it. But if I can't also document it later that day, I'm just going to feel bummed out that I wasn't able to do both.
0: I feel you. I get in a bad mood if I if I don't like at least take some good photos. Like if you go like a like a few weeks or a month and you haven't really produced anything, I notice it. I'm like, I don't feel good. I don't feel like I accomplished anything. And it doesn't even have to be anything that goes in your portfolio. It's just like something a photo you're like proud of, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Um, but I guess it's my last question.
1: Uh, do you guys Wait
2: one second. Did you want to answer that? I yeah. feel like you wanted to answer that. Yeah. What makes you happy, I was, Jeremy?
1: This is more of a. Uh, I was going to say, do you print stuff out all the time and like make four by sixes and actually not, make not something that holds?
0: Not as much as I should. Uh, I printed some stuff recently. Uh, I set up my printer again. But yeah, definitely not as much as I should. Uh, why you guys been printing
1: a lot? I for a little while I got into the habit of anytime I found a photo that I kind of liked, I yeah. would just. Four by six it, and just make a print of it. Yep. And then write the file name on the back so I could actually find it again. Um, but I got out of that habit, and I, I guess this was all a reminder to myself to keep doing it.
2: I think it's a good idea to do that because with digital, you just you take so many pictures, it sits on a hard drive, and then it just sits, yeah, on a hard drive. You want to hold it. You want to look at it.
0: And I think I think there's a lot to be said if you print it out, you're going to spend more time with your work, analyze it more and learn more from it I think it may maybe not even just looking at your own work other people's work I, I definitely anytime I don't do it enough but if you can go see like a photo show and you see good prints you're like it's a reminder it's like yeah. it's it's a craft I think a lot of times like certain jobs obviously everyone's busy and there's like this quick turnaround and uh, when you have the time to really spend more time with the photography at least for
1: me I uh, I enjoy it and I think I learn a lot you know yeah like 15 years ago 20 years ago we would always be making prints and putting it in little books and claire said making zines and stuff all the time and it was always like i guess pre-internet probably comes up a lot but it was just like look at my stuff like hey check this out and like always showing these sketchbooks to people and it's like that almost stops because it's become so easy on the website or mm-hmm. it's like i'm not going to go like here's my business card check out my website when you get home you know like, yeah. <laughs> like i want to i want to get back to making things more immediate like that you know like it's, here's a book i made like look yeah, at it right now i want to watch you look <laughs> people love looking at that shit i
0: look at any scene you know it's just like this get back to basics i think like you said like you started shooting hardcore stuff and all that skateboarding and it's like yeah don't forget where you come from i guess because like uh i don't know that's what makes photography fun you know
2: and you're also connecting with people. Like when you, I don't know, if you can give them something, something to talk about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And uh, I guess going forward, do you guys kind of got any goals for stuff you want to work on, either like personal projects or commercially, you think? Anything you're hoping to look on, work on down the,
1: down the line? Still haven't worked for an airline
0: oh really <laughs> uh,
2: well work wise as a
1: joke years ago we were like we want to work for a credit card credit card an company airline. and airline and then, <laughs> and then what airline what's your go- what's your right. dream airline I don't care I mean
2: Alaska's Spirit, cool like, no no no, no, no Spirit.
0: Draw, you gotta draw the line somewhere man
1: <laughs> it is funny though was, I guess it's just kind of an inside joke it's like we're like and then every time we're up for like you know an airline job we're like yes it's is the one and then it's like
2: and they Never were like, happened. "I just saw a plane in the air. <laughs> it's what does that mean? It's a sign. It's a sign. We got this job. We got this job. We're, we're for
1: this credit card job, and I just <laughs> used my credit card. We definitely got this. Virgin Airlines. Virgin Airlines. Virgin. Uh,
0: no. Uh,
2: I mean, personal projects. I love weather so much. So you know, it's not like I've thought of a specific, um, you know, title or or whatever. But yeah, shooting. Um, just the seasons yeah. P- projects are tough I want to make me. more
1: shit you know like we used to make t-shirts and stuff to like mostly to sell on our website and yeah. pay for rent yep. but you know just get back get that. back into just making making shit again zines and churn it out shirts it and yeah, yeah I like prints that. and we used to always uh, we used to shellac little photos to tiles you know like the little 4x4 four four yeah white square tiles shellac a print to that and then go and like
2: cemented like it, cement to, it
1: to, s- to walls oh really? you know? yeah like street art <laughs> style i guess you know inspired a little bit of like from like shepherd and, and yeah yeah uh, what's it Banksy. called Banksy. I, don't I, don't know. Know. Banksy. I
2: mean any kind of street art really just uh, just putting your art on the street yeah the hmm. al-
1: what's the alien the oh, space invader space invader all yeah. the tiles oh okay. yeah it's like how could we do that like that oh, seems yeah. like so much oh, was, right yeah doing it was just as much fun yeah but like I Agree, man. Just just do shit. Yeah, gonna get arrested, gonna be like in jail. (laughs) Let's have our
2: kids do it for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're good. They're young until they get about 18, whatever. They're good.
1: (laughs) Go glue this to that wall,
0: okay? Yeah, well, anyways, guys, I just want to thank you so much for taking time to do this. Like I said, I've been following your work for years, and like I said, the thing I enjoyed about it was like Claire and Jeremy. They seem like they have a good time, and they seem like nice people, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, I guess for people listening, um, where's the best place to check out your guys' work? Day19.com. Bam, I'll link it and then go check it out. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. You. So there you have it. That was the Day19 interview. I want to thank Jeremy and Claire so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. I've been a big fan of their work for years, so I can't thank them enough. Um, definitely go check out their website it's at day19.com as well as their instagram at day19 lots of interesting work and different campaigns they've been working on um so definitely go check that out and uh yeah moving forward just want to let you know i'll be having weekly podcasts every monday on itunes soundcloud as well as on my website at alexganyphoto.com and on my instagram at alexganyphoto thanks so much for listening and take care.